his personality in the bear i really like enjoyed it like it, it gave very aquarius vibes i wonder if he's an aquarius aquarius that's interesting i mean he's an actor <laughs> yeah but i feel like all actors like they're just being themselves at the end of the day yeah i was like do you know that movie that jennifer lawrence was in spoiler alert but like she like has a baby and they like take her baby it's like a horror movie it's really disturbing oh mother she was talking about her experience like doing that and she was like really upset and she was like that was probably the hardest thing I've ever done and like I would not do another movie like that you know because you like literally like that is like your experience when you're acting Mm -hmm. yeah that was kind of weird that movie because they'll have they had like a bunch of people in the basement or whatever I don't know like taking her baby like killing her baby (laughs) (laughs) it's horrible (laughs) Yeah, it is really horrible. Um, yeah, if you want to get spooked, I think it's on HBO. I, like, didn't finish. I tried watching it once, and I think I fell asleep. Oh, really? I watched it, like, completely through, like, on my desk when I was supposed to be doing homework one time, and I just, Mm -hmm. like, cried. And it was weird because one of my friends, like, texted me about that movie, like, the next day. It's like, how does that happen? My work isn't so stratified as yours. Like, you know, it's, like, for you, it's, like, I'm, like, working now versus, like, I'm not working. Mm-hmm. And so I think I, like, pretty much avoid TV because of that because it's just always, like, I don't know. I don't really have that boundary. I need to, like, think about that. Yeah, you should get, like, a an office cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um... I feel for, like, Instagram influencers and stuff because of that. Because it's, like, you're always working. Like, I was... There was this one viral TikTok where this girl was, like, how I get in 25,000 steps or something in a day. Did you see that TikTok? It, like, went super viral. Mm -mm. And people were, like, how would you get in, like, 25,000 steps? Because she's just, like, literally walking around New York City. And she's, like, well, I'm a content creator. Like, that's how I do it. Like, I don't really have, like, a day off. So it's just, like, when are you resting, though? Like, I'm stressed out for her. I mean, that's, like, a very specific thing. Yeah. And, like, I believe with, like, all work, you know, like, you water something and you give it light and it's going to grow, you know? It might grow slower than something else, but, like, it will grow for you. And, like, I, like could not imagine not that there's nothing wrong with this at all it's just like a very specific path I think to take to be like today we're running not walking to the most interesting restaurant you know what I mean like yeah it's like it like doesn't have to be that like it's like a choice to like make Mm -hmm. it that or to like point it towards that you know but I love that about TikTok how people are so corny and stuff oh my god like I just think the mental process of making like 20 videos in a day you know like 40 videos in a day which is like what some of these people are doing like Mm -hmm. something about that really frightens me maybe it shouldn't well I don't know actually like back to Neptune I have been thinking a lot about this recently I made a podcast on it last night for Patreon but just sort of how like one of the joys of life is just like totally giving yourself to something Mm -hmm. you know and that's that's really interesting that like you linked it back to neptune because neptune does rule over glamour in hollywood and Mm -hmm. like the camera process and stuff like usually people who have neptune very close to their midheaven like stanley kubrick and um a couple of other like directors who are known for like that specific or like a specific style of something like Mm -hmm. such a stylized approach to filmography photography stuff like that um like yeah usually people who have neptune on the midheaven like neptune is just like known for that like known Mm. for film photography and tiktok is 
Yeah, TikTok is like very Neptunian in that way because uh, you're not seeing everything. You're seeing something that like someone wants you to see. Like you're yeah. only seeing like a frame of what's really happening, which is an illusion. Yeah, but I think even in that though, it's like there comes a point in life that like demands commitment of you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, everyone's on a different path than that, but, like, whatever you do, like, eventually, like, it demands your full attention and your full presence and for you to be, like, checking on it first thing in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a baby. Yeah, like a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, And, I mean, what do you think about that, like, with love? Mm, I don't think love is like that. It shouldn't be like that. My, like, views on relationships change so often because I'll, like, see something or, like, I'll feel something and, like, I'll change my perspective on it. But, like, I feel like if you're, like, with someone else, it shouldn't have to be, like, oh, checking on you constantly. There should be, like, this spiritual umbilical cord that, like, connects you guys together. Mm. And that's why it's so nice to be in a relationship. Yeah. It is. It is nice yeah I think though like the spiritual umbilical cord thing like maybe this is just a me problem but I like still will like freak myself out even when I like know it's there and I feel it you know mm-hmm. or like sometimes like I'll get like a message about something and I'll be like wait what like no like really are you messing with me you know <laughs> Like, something that, like, someone wants you to know, probably, though. Yeah, but, I don't know, there's always the question, like, we, like, identify very much with, like, seeing this deeper side of things, you know, like, seeing beneath the veil, like, maybe, like, for me in some ways, being more connected, like, beyond myself than I am, like, in this world at times, But the question Mm -hmm. is, like, always, it's, like, maybe do you just have an imagination? (laughs) Yeah. I don't think it's like that, though. Like, I know, like, you, you definitely have an imagination, but it's, like, you're not, like, crazy. Yeah. Especially because some people will not see the truth in their intuition. And they would, like, put that as, oh, I'm just being a certain way. Or that's just because I saw this earlier. Like, no, it's a message. Like, if you feel deeply that it's a message, then it's a message. And just, like, you need to act on it or to resonate with it more or to kind of, like, integrate it more. Mm. But Neptune is, like, the oneness. That's why it's the higher octave of Venus, because it's the one reality of love. Which is just totally giving into it. Yeah. Losing yourself completely into, like, the abyss. But, yeah, you know how, like... I mean, I think many people would say that, like, love is one of the greatest human experiences, you know? It's, like, one of the greatest lessons to learn here. And, like... I don't know, I just think that there are other, like, loves, other, like, Neptunian, like, I don't know, like, your work, reading a book that you're, like, so intensely into, like, anything that gets you in that flow state is, like, I don't know. Is Neptunian. Yeah. I think anything that produces some sort of, like, deeper meaning can be Neptunian as well. But Neptune is, like, so confusing. Like, once you start talking about Neptune, like, your mind just, like, flows into different spaces, into different realities. Mm. You, you never really get to the point. Like, you can't put a point on Neptune. That's never going to happen because it's just, like, this dissolver. Like when, I, like, when I try to explain to people what it means in their chart, I'm just, like, imagine, like, a big cloud of smoke just, like, hanging over something. Like, that's mm. what Neptune is. There's, like, going to be no... You're, like, walking into a dead forest, but you don't know anything that's around you because 
the fog is so thick it's like that's neptune and like you know when you go into fog that's so thick like it feels like you're kind of like in a cloud and like you don't really like have any sensation like it kind of like takes away your sensations in certain ways so it's like also the absence of certain things also it's so autumnal vibes yeah all the scorpios take out their black hoodies yeah and like the other day i was hanging out with my like these guy friends that i have and they're like gelatin they're like just making fun of my swedish fish they're like flavorless gelatins shaped as fish gelatin is so good for you i just hate it when people like hate on like the food that you eat it makes me not want to eat it oh let me think about that food is so personal it's Mm -hmm. kind of like sex like it's like that personal like you're literally like choosing it and like consuming it it's going it's seeing your entire body like your entire insides like literally every single one of your cells is gonna have that piece Mm. of food inside of it yeah that's so nuts um (laughs) and i think that's why like i mean people like you like really can't comment on what someone eats you know yeah especially if you were like a foreign kid like growing up Mm. like my mom used to make me like like ceviche or whatever like something like that like that would smell people would be like ew what is that and i'd be like it's my Mm. ceviche like leave me alone but you didn't even know how lucky you were to be eating ceviche at lunch you know (laughs) 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 my mom would make me like a lot of like liver sandwiches mm-hmm. and you know that I mean it's like liver looks really gross and weird it's like gray and mushy but it's like the best thing that you can eat I honestly haven't had it since childhood but I would like she- throw it out and then be like can I eat your lunchable you know meanwhile <laughs> lunchables were like negligent like okay and like you are loved and worthy if you ate Lunchables, but you know, it's like this like piece of bologna that's like rubbery and like a little cracker and like a Snickers bar, you know, like. Yeah, I can literally still taste the meat from a Lunchable. It was yeah, so gross. I can so taste it gross. right now. Like, what is that film on top of it? Well, we, you know can't, make fun of, we can't make fun of someone's food. We just oh, said, yeah. <laughs> unless you're eating Lunchables. <laughs> Um, I firmly believe that, like, no one is eating Lunchables and listening to our podcast, though. But Lunchables were kind of, are, like, charcuterie boards, if you think about it. Yeah, that's true. I think that's how we're meant to be eating, is, like, a little taste of this, a little taste of that. You know, like, nothing makes me heart sink. (laughs) Yeah, like, now, though, like, I feel like back then, like, our ancestors, like, would have, like, a piece of steak and, like... Mm you know well who knows what they were doing actually like you know how irish people ate potatoes Mm -hmm. it turns out i was reading about this like for them to have like the nutrients they needed to like live their irish lives they were literally eating like four pounds of potatoes per day like no salt no butter four pounds of potatoes and like have you ever like sat down like truly sat down with a baked potato like nothing on it yeah it's tough it's tough and they were doing that like how much is four pounds like 10 potatoes yeah well potatoes don't really have like a lot of well potatoes are nutrient dense for sure especially with like potassium and stuff but like absolutely no fiber (laughs) and don't you need a little bit of oil or like fat in order to absorb yeah you need like those fat soluble vitamins and stuff Wait, you know what I bet you were like, like in the cafeteria? What? I never ate at the cafeteria. <laughs> oh, me neither. But go on. <laughs> me neither. Where'd you eat? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I would just go to the bathroom, but like I didn't even think it was weird. Like I don't think anyone like. <laughs> no, like, I, I just didn't want to do. Like let me just go in like my stall and like for thirty minutes. Fuck. I was like, like finally some peace and quiet. Literally, <laughs> right? Oh Everyone is God. like, so where do you go during lunch? And I'm like, oh, you know, just here and there. And I'd be like in the bathroom. I think I would act like I was like super busy. Like I'd be like, oh yeah, I had like a million things to do. <laughs> <laughs> 
I also, I would go to an art teacher's room, I think in middle school. And then, okay, this is something that people don't know about me. But like in seventh and eighth grade, they like took me aside and they like had me take all the tests. And I like passed them decently at the beginning of the year. And they were like the tests for the end of the year. And so they were like, she doesn't need to go to school. Like, she needs, like, some enrichment activity. But I went to, like, a super underfunded, like, public school. And so what that meant is literally, like, I'd come to school and I'd walk into this windowless room that was, like, unoccupied that had a single, like, ancient computer. And I would just, like, sit there and play Sims while eating my lunch for, like, eight hours. And then I would get on the bus home. Like, I did not, like, speak to other children I think I think I got out of a lot of like the middle school like bullying and like difficulty because I literally was like people didn't know I went to the school I think that's kind of sad <laughs> and then I would go home and like chat on my like computer yeah. yeah so you really are like a cyber child a child raised by a computer yeah totally I mean hi dad if you're listening to this but like my entire relationship <laughs> with my dad was like on the computer and so mm. I'm really good at long distance honestly like I'm really good at t- I'm a great texter yeah you are uh thanks except <laughs> when I text you I'm just like help me <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like sporadic messages like two days apart of like the same conversation yeah um my bad but anyways, I feel like you had, like, a thermos, and you were like, yeah, this is my soup. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, like, tortilla soup. My oh, poor mom, she's good. listening to this. She's, like, so annoyed. Well, you're so um, lucky you got all these, like, these foods, these, like, home-cooked. Well, food is, like, a big deal in, like, Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. Like, a really big deal. But I did have a thermos. I remember, like... I would, like, try to put ramen in my thermos, and it would, like, explode. So, like, I would just, like, throw it away. Yeah. I know. So gross. Yeah, those were, like, tough times, honestly. Yeah. But, like, all throughout middle school, I kind of just, like, went to the gym or whatever, like, to, like, the gym area. And I would just, like, sit on the bleachers. Right. It's outside in California. Well, my middle school was, like, kind of inside because it was a private school, so it was a little bit different. different. (laughs) Yeah, I went to private school for my middle school life. But um, what do you think Neptune thinks about middle schoolers? I think Neptune loves middle schoolers. Well, I feel like at that time, you know, like, 10, 11, 12, you are, like, solidifying, like the earliest years of life you know the first like let's say like seven years you're just sort of like figuring things out like watching like learning Mm -hmm. um and I think I think you do like realize things about yourself that early but it's like I don't know it's really hard being confused like I was watching this little kid at the airport and he like just kept sitting down because he was so tired and his parents and like he needed to get up you know but he couldn't understand like that they're in a line you know and like you need to go here and there and it's when you're little it's a lot of like where are you taking me like what's happening um even beside like the trauma that we endure but um I think when you are I I think I remember like when I was 12 that was the year I felt like I like knew who I was like Mm-hmm. I knew what I liked. I was, like, spending a lot of time alone. I mean, I've always your, spent a lot of time, but... Your first first house perfection year is when you're 12. Yeah. And I, too, felt very aligned with my, like, m- my, like, subjective character or whatever. Mm. I'm just thinking about who I was then, um... I think it's different now being 12 but just because of like the way the internet is like when I was 12 
and I was online, like, the people I was interacting with were, like, really, like, aliens, like, completely foreign entities, you know, and sort of like, Mm -hmm. whoa, what are you doing here? And now it's, like, I think a little more, like, maybe you're seeing yourself in others. Yeah. Or you're looking for yourself. Yeah. I see that. Like, 12 years old, it's, like, you kind of get acquainted to, like, the way that you look and photographs and stuff like that, which is very Neptunian, like, photographs. And I think we've talked about this before on here, but, like, losing, you know, you're just starting to find yourself, and then you're, like, losing yourself, and you're, like, becoming this person, and you're, like, the same, you know, but it's, like, people are treating you differently, like, you, like, don't fit in your clothes, um... I mean, I just remember, like, the comments that, like, men would make and just wanting to die, you know? Yeah. And I feel like we get, like, a second puberty when we're 24, if we're being honest. Really? Yeah. Of the hips? Yeah. I think, like, our cartilage just starts to move around a little bit more. (laughs) And, like... Well, because, like, we gain the most weight, like, when we're 25 to 30. Like, that's the most time. And that's because our hormones are still, like, doing whatever they're doing. Because of pregnancy? I think so. I think it's that, and it's also, like, um, our loss of energy. So we require more melatonin, and, like, our pineal gland is up charge of that, which is controlled by other hormones. Isn't there a lot of discourse though that like you're supposed to have kids when you're like 18 yeah but that's not like economically suitable (laughs) yeah I also think like I just have a lot of things I need to work out still you know like I'm like I'm focused on me (laughs) But if I did get pregnant, like, I'm kind of manifesting to get pregnant because I just want something. I, like, I want someone. You're, like, always saying that. Like, when you say that, I feel like you have this, like, threatening aura. (laughs) But, like, I literally don't care if you get pregnant. Like, it has nothing to do with me if you do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be like, no, like, Sarah, don't, like, don't do it, Sarah. Like, you can literally just do that and, like, nobody would even be alarmed i feel like if i got pregnant though like it wouldn't be like that big of a deal it'd be like okay cool like i, I don't think like my body would be like horrendous because i'm pretty healthy and like i have my venus in the fifth house and i have an exalted moon like come on <laughs> i mean it would be a big deal for you though because all of a sudden there's this like needy little creature you know that just like goes everywhere yeah. that you go but that's like interesting i just don't want to be like 50 years like my parents are older parents that's why like i did like i did not enjoy having older parents and i don't want my child because i do want kids but like i don't want them to be all like oh my mom is like 60 years old she can't take us to the mall because she'll pass out like you know what i mean yeah yeah, like, I, going to the mall with my dad, and like, it was just too much because they were so, like, they're like, oh, I'm tired. It's like, no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I just think, like, my mom had, like, a whole life before she became a mother, and, like, I'm, like, mm-hmm. glad she had that, you know? Like, I feel, like, happy that she was able to, like, you know, live alone and, like, figure out who she was and, like get like really far in her job you know like Mm -hmm. I do think like and there's nothing wrong with this but it's something you have to be vigilant about your desires you know like what you like choose to follow in this world and like I think a really great reason to have a baby is like to be less alone you know like to like have that like love and that companion um yeah and I don't know much about being a mother, you know, but I think you have to ask yourself questions about that. Yeah. And it just, like, has to be... I feel like when people do get pregnant, like, from just what I've seen, 
it's like the before they even understand that they're pregnant or know that they're pregnant it's like everything just kind of like falls into place Mm. like things start working out in their life their schedule starts opening randomly they start making more money or their like person starts making more money for some reason it's really interesting Mm. to see it's like the universe is sending you like premonitions through scheduling and stuff which is kind of like what happens with manifestation anyways i spoke with this fertility um i don't know what the title is but just like a woman who works like and helps women have babies and i guess non-women um (laughs) but she said to me with the kind of truth that like you have to like stop and listen to like she was like we choose our parents um and like just the idea that like there are like souls like up there who are like waiting for you you know to have them Mm. and I think sometimes those souls will move on like they'll do something else but like I just I think it's like a very special gift yeah to be a parent and she she was also telling me like how oftentimes like mothers who have miscarriages or abortions like that soul will wait for them until they're ready isn't that beautiful oh yeah that like just put ointment on my soul like that's really nice i mean i think the way a baby loves you is so pure you know like all Mm -hmm. it has is love yeah the baby like thinks that you're like you guys have the same body like your Mm -hmm. baby will think that like your body is their body because they were inside of it for so long and like the other person in the room is like the dad like who is this person (laughs) you know it's like this is me like this is you know an extension of myself Mm -hmm. as my mom don't you ever feel that way though with someone like your bodies are one yeah especially when you're like romantically linked with someone I mean Mm -hmm. maybe it's also just like you're switching saliva with them and saliva and like bodily fluid has such a a weird energy to it you know Mm. so like that person like becomes (laughs) I don't know I've just like had this theory like not me personally but like I've seen it happen where like one of my friends will like start dating a guy and like they're like and they'll both get sick at the same times oh yeah but it's like or like they'll get sick right when they start dating each other I don't know yeah I mean like their bodies are like adjusting towards each other no physical intimacy is crazy yeah like yeah that body Mm -hmm. swap type of thing going on spit to me it feels like a frog you know (laughs) like venomy type of like the frogs like when it like plops it leaves it's like juice yeah (laughs) did you know did you Mm. know that like the time when a man is most likely to cheat is like right after his wife gives birth Mm. Or not wife, but you know, like yeah. See, that's on. why it's so. You have to be so careful who you choose to procreate with. Oh my God, Sarah! It's so. I don't even know if I can say this. I just like don't. If a man could truly make me a promise, I swear I would never leave him. Not until the day I die. If a man could look me in the eyes and promise me something, you know, I would sell my soul. But. And live up to that promise. But that's the thing is like, nobody can promise anything. You disagree? I think that loyalty comes in a lot of different shades. And if they make a promise towards you, then they can, like, 
keep on fulfilling that promise but of course there's always in between the lines or loopholes around things as well so it's not like that person is not completing their promise towards you but it's more so like they just found a way around it to do it better or to Mm. be more efficient with it or something which is what men are so good at doing is finding loopholes yeah i just feel like if a man is like looking you in the eyes He's, like, low-key looking at the reflection in your pupil to, like, see who else is in the room, you know? And, like, that's okay. Like, I think, like, I know we're being very generic here, but, like, I think that aspect of the psyche, like, you know, it's like that for a reason. It's just, like, I just want to be great, you know? I want I, I want to be great with someone. But the man doesn't think like that. He thinks that he wants to be great for himself, for his legacy. Yeah. I will say, though, like, I've met a lot of young women who really just, like, don't know how to be other than, like, as an offering. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's good. That feels Neptunian to me, though, to just, like, completely give in. Yeah. I wrote about that in my horoscope. What'd you write? To just, like, to... Well, because, yeah, Neptune is kind of, like, aimless. Do you want me to read what my favorite Piscean astrologer, Richard Tarnas, says about Neptune? Mm-hmm. Okay. Neptune is associated with the transcendent spiritual ideals, symbolic and imaginative dimensions of life, with the subtle, formless, intangible, and invisible, with the uni- unitive, timeless, immaterial, and infinite, with all of that which transcends the limited, literal, temporal, and material world of con- concretely empirical reality. He's very wordy. <laughs> He's so wordy. If you know who Richard Tarnas is, you're like, oh my god, this is this is literally not even a sentence long. <laughs> mm. That was half of a sentence. But yeah, myth and religion, art and inspiration, ideals and aspirations, images and reflections, symbols and metaphors, dreams and visions, mysticism, religion, devotion, universal compassion. It is associated with the impulse to surrender, separative existence, and egoic control, to dissolve boundaries and structures in favor of underlying unities and undifferentiated wholes, merging that which was separate, healing and wholeness, the dissolution of ego boundaries and reality structures, states of psychological fusion and intimate intimations of intrauterine existence. Intrauterine existence, yes. Melted ecstasy, mystical union, and primary narcissism, with tendencies towards illusion and delusion, deception and self-deception escapism intoxication psychosis perpetual and cognitive distortions conflation and confusion projection fantasy with the bedazzlement of consciousness whether by gods architects beliefs dreams ideals or ideologies with enchantment in both positive and negative senses Mm. neptune is just it's formless it's so like it's like a fog and when you're in the fog you can disappear yeah do you think there have been times in my life where as part of my practice I really gave in to people like I really like let myself dissolve I let myself just be like whatever they wanted um And I feel like, maybe not intentionally, but in those times, like, people used me for a lot of harm. But I think the only way for it to work is if someone can truly, truly put down their weapons. Mm. which weapons are you talking about 
Um, like their ability to insult or to hurt? Well, we're speaking about love, but I think this can apply to like any sort of connection. But there's always that push and pull, you know? It's like timeless. Mm-hmm. And... I think if you like stop resisting and you just like let yourself be the one pushed and the one pulled like eventually I don't know just releasing yourself to the tides I don't know just sort of like and maybe I'm I'm not like advocating for this I'm trying to figure it out myself you know and like this could potentially be really harmful but just sort of adopting an attitude like truly that's like anything for you you know yeah it's so hard to develop that like don't give a fuck attitude but it's so inspirational when someone does Mm. and like obviously you have to care about some things like your hygiene whatever Mm -hmm. like you should give like you should give many fucks about that but when it comes to like how people react to who you truly are and your needs and stuff like that like you shouldn't have any like expectations but also like you shouldn't accept the bare minimum what's the bare minimum like someone like being half into and half not into fulfilling your needs mm-hmm. And it's not like everyone has their moments of that as well, you know? Like, we're all going through it constantly. Like, everyone is going through something at all times. That's a fact. What are you going through? Mm, I would say just dealing with work and how draining it is physically. It's more about, like, the physical thing that I'm going through right now. It's so Mm. physically draining. It's like my body's adjusting to that type of lifestyle. Yeah, adjustment. Yeah. But everyone is always adjusting also. Like, either cognitively, intelligently, emotionally. What were we talking about? fucking Neptune um does Neptune make you sleepy because it also governs the unconscious world um I feel like I get lost in the unconscious world so easily like it used to be something I craved so much was just like leaving Mm -hmm. here and like being a part of that but you know Sarah I I realized like there is a piece of me here you know like my body and my soul like lives here and is like going through human experiences and for me to like ignore that part of myself is like there was like a little girl like crying in me who was like I can't go with you like you're leaving me here you know what I mean yeah like mom you need me to Mm. eat something yeah like mommy forgot to make my lunch (laughs) that's one thing my mom never missed my lunch like I had a lunch every day I had a lunch every day until I would say like third grade and then my brother started making me lunches were they good yeah (laughs) <laughs> my, my grandma, brother ooh. he was like really on top of that <laughs> that's funny my grandma would make me lunch and it would be like a block of cheese <laughs> and like a tin fish oh my gosh like anchovies mm-hmm. wait wait a second so do we dissolve or the thing is like yes we do but it's not always safe here 
Or well, it's not safe in Neptune's world either. Because you don't know. You can't see in from the fog. You can't but, drive in the fog. But the ultimate view, right, is like nothing is bad and nothing is good. And like I'm you, you're me. Good is bad, bad is good. It's all the same. And like what you choose as good or bad is like you choosing your path in something. And so if you don't like me, that means you actually don't like you. Because if you don't like me, then you actually must not like yourself. Period. But with Neptune is so, like, it's the opposite of distinction. And pop culture is all about, like, distinction. Like, having yourself be known. So if you think about it, like, Neptune is very kind of um, hypocritical. Because, do you see where I'm getting at? Like Charlie, like Charlie D'Amelio, like everyone loves Charlie D'Amelio. We love Charlie D'Amelio. Like she can do her dances like every time she wants, whatever. Like she is kind of like the the icon of like pop culture moment. I feel like at the moment it would be like someone, yeah, and Addison Rae or like something like that. But like let's just take Charlie D'Amelio. But if you think about it, like everyone is Charlie D'Amelio. Like we are all Charlie D'Amelio. Hmm. But she is Charlie D'Amelio because we don't yeah. think that we are her. And if we all thought that we were, then she would no longer be. Yeah. So is Charlie D'Amelio even, like, a thing if she wasn't even, like, a thing, you know? Well, I just, it's reinforced, like, so much in her world and in her day yeah and, like we don't have a hold over the collective like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah she has a like she has her own voice, she has her own distinction, just like we do. What's our distinction? Amelia and Sarah oh, like I'm you and you're me, yeah. But our names uh, don't separate us, and our bodies are a container for, like, our organs and stuff, but, like, our soul is out there, and that's, like, the goal of what Neptune wants us to learn, is that, like, we're, we all kind of, like, have this mixing pot, and Neptune also really reminds me of, like, you know how in the tarot, we have two cards in, like, the major arcana, where one foot is out, and one foot is inside of a pond, temperance in the star? Mm, oh my god, I love temperance. Temperance is associated with Sagittarius and the star is associated with Aquarius. And, like, if we think about that sextile, it's kind of, like, it's, like, dangerous. Because if you're too rebellious, like, you'll always have sort of a path, like, a journey to fulfill. Because Sagittarius is, like, the hero. It's, like, the hero's arc journey where, like, the centaur gets its, like, feet cut off, you know. Wait, it gets its feet cut off? Yeah, like it has a wound for the rest of its life. And Aquarius has this sort of um, alienation, you know, that's a part of... But you're really losing me, and I want to (laughs) understand. I don't know where I'm going with this. I guess that's like, there is no end to this self-surf journey. It's only a different door that opens. I just, I think like... People who are truly neutral and, like, occupy that space of detachment, like, I find it oftentimes really dishonest or, like, not true. Um, I think, like, if someone comes to you with something extreme, you need to go there with them. And, like, you need to, like bring yourself back you know but you can't just like I'm not sure the answer is just like oh like the store's closed let's go home yeah let's go home (laughs) just find another store and get what you want I mean temperance is all about patience And patience, like, for me specifically, is, like, really something I'm working on. I have no patience. I feel like I 
know something I'm the first in the room to know something and my instinct is to like shake everyone and be like guys like listen but you like can't do that you know you need to just like sit there with that and like let it happen Mm -hmm. but then like what's the point of knowing something it's frustrating like so many times I've been like yelling at the sky and I've been like what do you want me to do like what do you want me to do tell me what to do and I'll do it and like the answer is like to do nothing (laughs) yeah but what does Neptune really like I, I don't know Neptune is a weird one we could, I feel like the more we talk about Neptune, the more my mind starts to, like, get into a puddle. I kind of like it. You don't like it? Mm, I like it. I mean, I have, like, five Pisces placements, so I'm usually just a puddle anyways. I feel like... Neptune is about melting. And, like, part yeah. of melting is trusting, you know, that when you melt like you'll still be holy are we funny (laughs) I think you're funny you're not I think I can be funny like the other day we have this thing in my hospital where like everyone meets up like the pharmacist the respiratory therapist the doctor and like a couple of other like disciplinary teams like they all come and like they want to know about like your patient like how's your patient doing like whatever and it was like my turn to like go because it was my patient so they're like oh sarah like go to the interdisciplinary team whatever and it like was kind of intimidating because there are all these people like in suits and i'm like just like in my scrubs like trying to explain what my patient is going through so that they can like you know diagnose them whatever and I like it was so intimidating oh my gosh I just like walked in and I was like this is my first time being here and everyone started laughing and I was like oh I'm funny why'd they laugh because I was I kind of like said it in like a funny way I think (laughs) I don't know I was like this is my first time doing this like this is my first day here like literally please don't make fun of me the respiratory therapist is like, just breathe. Have you tried breathing? <laughs> Today, I was getting my hair cut, and, like, the lady who was washing my hair, like, we really just started, like, giggling so much and being like, hee, 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 hee. Like, Aww. why? I was like, she was like, so do you live here? I was like, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you get to kiki with someone. Oh my god, with a stranger, it's so much fun. Yeah. Like but when then it doesn't like... become fun when they're not a stranger anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, sometimes, like, strangers need to say strangers. Yeah, it's a lesson, guys. Like, not everyone needs to be a friend. Like, my phone's getting heavy. <laughs> like, no one needs to know what your room looks like. Yeah. Um something about okay how do you feel about european like europe how do you feel about europe i've never been to europe but i really want to go yeah wait there was a second when we were gonna go to this festival i know i kind of wish that we did because yeah that would have been really fun i Um, forgot the name of the festival but the thing is like okay i feel like Europeans like Europe as a nation has like a really like high reputation you know like everyone's like oh like I love Europeans like the European way of life but like Mm -hmm. one like they stand like way too close to you in the grocery store like if you're trying to like open like a fridge door like they like won't move out of the way and you like can't even open it and like two like in like a museum you can't go backwards or like look at anything like twice like you have to just like keep going and it's like geez does this really need to be so intense like I'm just like looking at the paintings 
But what I really wanted to say was that, um, hey, and like no hate to Europe, like all love, like my mom's European, whatever. Um, You can't kiki with a European. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, they don't want to be like, hee, 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 hee. Like, they're like, (laughs) hello. Like, there's no giggling. There's no, like, flirting. Like, I was, like, speaking to this, like, monastery in Europe. And usually, like, on the phone, like, I don't know. It's just nice to have a little, like, hi, how are you? Like, oh, my God. Like, though it's so hot this summer you know like I love a little a little bite of that but this lady like she literally called me and I was like hello and it was like dead silence and then she was like when are you coming (laughs) (laughs) I was like geez ask me about my day (laughs) see you're funny Sati (laughs) thanks I'm not funny I'm goofy um, I think that's better than being funny because then that's like unintentional. Yeah, you too. You're like silly. You're a silly girl. <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> I think it's nice to have relief from this pressurized gravity that we're constantly under. Yeah. Like laughter is the most amazing thing. <laughs> It's like laughter, eating, pudding, and maybe, like, listening to a song that you know really well, so, like, you know exactly when the words are, and you're just, like, nailing it every single time. Yeah. Or... Satisfying feelings. Or, like, showing someone else a song, and they like it, and you're like, yeah, like, this is my song. I don't like it when people, like, know the same or, like, listen to the same music as I do. Maybe it's, like, my Taurus moon. Like, yeah, I'm very, you're, like... you're really private about music. You, like, won't talk about music. <laughs> she gets, like, angry. No, I don't. I have, like, a playlist for every month of the year from, like, 2019 to, like, now, basically. Like, when I started doing it on my oh, that's Apple. that's cool. Yeah. Oh, on Apple Music? Yeah, but I have, like, Spotify and Apple. What are you? Are you you're a Spotify girl? Yeah, but I don't really, like, think about it too much, you know? Like... Well, you've had to have thought about it. Like, you had to have, like, that fork-in-the-road decision that you've had to make, like, five years ago. Like, are you going to be an Apple person or a Spotify person? Well, I like that I can, like, click on someone and then, like, see what they're listening to. And I've... You can have you do ever that had- on the... You can do that on the phone? Yeah. No, not on the phone. On the computer. Oh. Yeah, I know on the computer. I remember I said that one time to, like, one of my friends, and she thought I was, like, super creepy, and it, like, made me feel really awkward. She's like, now I'm not going to use Spotify anymore. I'm like, Oh, my God, chill. (laughs) Like, Um, I'm not that much of a weirdo. Like, everyone does it. No, it's totally a thing. And, I mean, have you ever had someone, like, I mean, do you use Apple Music, but have you had someone, like, communicate with you? through a playlist not that they, they know of <laughs> no come to think of it it's happened to me like several times and it's it's that feeling where it's like is this real you know but it but it is real sometimes like sometimes people want you to know and the song yeah. will be called like you're a hoe <laughs> <laughs> I really want to try that, like, manifestation technique that people have been, like, going on about where you kind of, like, think of a song and then you press shuffle and that song is, like, supposed to, like, show up, like, several times. Like, even if you constantly start, like, refreshing and shuffling, like, that song will turn up. Mm, I haven't really put, like, much thought into it, but, like, I want to try. I mean, that's how it is, like, with tarot cards. Like, I feel like you just keep seeing the same ones. Yeah. I think I get tarot, judgment a lot. Judgment? Yeah. Let me think. I get um judgment and the emperor are like my two cards that I get a lot and I'm like these are such manly mm. cards. Please get them away from me. 
Yeah, I get those too as well, actually. <laughs> judgment is very, like... Judgment is, like, go meditate. Yeah. Um, I get the Hierophant in reverse, which to me is the cards being, like, you are not listening to yourself. Mm. And I'm like, You're oh, going yeah. against tradition. Um, and I get... The Knight of Pentacles. Oh, I love that card. She's my she's my girl. I can't wait though. I don't have good patience. I think it's more like you have it already though. That's what Knight of Pentacles kind of gives me. It doesn't seem like a Nine of Pentacles is like you have swag. <laughs> like, wait, but let's let's make Like that you Neptunian. are that Lululemon huh? Let's make that ne- Lululemon, excuse me, <laughs> swag. <laughs> I'm just trying to throw, like, brands that people know of. I don't know. It's like you have, like, that's what Nine of Pentacles is. It's like that girl who has, like, the new Lululemon, like, leggings on, and she has, like, her ponytail in. Like, that's Nine of Pentacles. I mean, you're from a different world than I am. <laughs> yeah, Philadelphia is... It's like that. I don't know. I saw this one video of, like, this girl getting interviewed in Philadelphia, and this guy just, like, comes up behind her and smacks her ass and walks away. Oh, my God. And the title is, like, only in Philadelphia. It's so crazy, though, because, like, I just, like, I feel like an imposter, you know, like, witnessing these things. Like, I'm just, like, where am I? Yeah. You're like so that one for coming here. It was fun. I honestly really liked it. Have you ever seen that one show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's, like, one of my favorite shows. I mean... And it's exactly like that. Like, Philadelphia is literally exactly like that. No, it's, like, there's something, like, spooky that I can't really explain. Like, I think it's because, like... The wars. The, the wars? Civil War. Oh, that wasn't here, babe. That was in, like, Virginia. Um, oh, yeah, like, Carol- well, you know, like, they had to pass through. Yeah, I guess so, maybe. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. I really want to go to Roanoke. Roanoke? In Carolina. Why? Because that's where, like, a lot of Indian people, like, massacred a lot of, like, white people. So I just, like, want to go there and, like, feel the vibes. But, you know, like, with, like, Neptune... Like, you're already there. <laughs> yeah. Neptune is definitely, like, you can transport yourself. It's, like... How? <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, roll your eyes back and, like, start thinking of things. I don't know. Oh, yeah, but I feel, like, sad doing that. Like, you know, like, putting myself in, like, lives I really like. Have you ever, like, has something ever happened to someone else, but, like, you have seen it through that person's perspective? Mm, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, like, I feel like that switching of consciousness is, like, Neptune doing its thing. It's, like, maybe gift, like, like not Yeah, everyone. it is a gift. Really? I yeah, think like, people everyone. have had it. Well, I think, I think maybe people are, like, unwilling to, like... Yeah, like, they just don't know... Here's the thing, intensity, like any like force isn't good or bad. It just is. It's completely neutral. And like again, it's just like our reaction to it, which is why like I know a lot of people who are really like against intensity. Like they're like, "Oh, you're too intense. Like this is so intense. Like if something's intense, they're going to like walk away from it." And I just don't I don't understand. They're not comfortable with full-bodied saturation. But we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I would get in a mud pool. A That's mud intense. Pool? It's, no, it isn't. That's relaxing. Oh. I well, feel like I don't know. <laughs> my Virgo in nature is like, is the mud going to go up my, you know? Oh. Well, yeah, but it'll just come out. Yeah. 
some things that are really intense to me is one is like the subway like specifically like the smell of it and like the smell of everyone's body and I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about how they're like entering my like system but I've been working on that I've been like exposing myself to that more but this guy recently I was like you know I was like taking myself to my little concert like in my little outfit and I was like you know what like I'm just gonna take the train I'm running late right like city and then this guy's like everyone I have to shit and he pulls down his pants and he's just like shitting on the floor mm-hmm. and that was in the subway yeah that was in the subway God knew that you were going to be there and he put that person there. God was like, I have something special for you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that way all the time, though. Like, these, like, weird things will happen. And I feel like I'm doing that, like, emoji I got that's, like, the side eyes and the little smirk. Like, (laughs) you put that With, like, little teacup. Yeah, God has a funny sense of humor. Or I guess that's what a sense of humor is, is funny. But... Just, like, everything we say, I'm, like, reversing it in my head. Because I'm, like... <laughs> um, let's, let's transport to the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's dissolve this podcast and hopefully from your guys' memories. <laughs> yeah, into the, the boundless field of time and space. Into the, what was it? The extra intrauterine existence (laughs) yeah and to make this podcast like seep into your intrauterine lining (laughs) so that was gross they don't mind yeah okay goodbye bye